Dressed in black suits and white shirts from all corners of the world, they converged in the Cape Town Convention Center for the past four days. Central to the discussion, investing in mining beyond the current tough market conditions. Views and opinion point to division that still exists between many African governments, communities and mining companies. Companies are of the view that government does not understand their current plight triggered by a slump in commodity prices. But some mining experts like Sheila Kama of the African Development Bank says mines needs to be more open and transparent. Particularly as uh, we experience a squeeze in the mining sector and analysts are telling us that the prices are down, that profits are down. It seems to me transparency becomes particularly important. The ability uh, of communities to have access to information and see quite what the magnitude of this downturn is, what is now left in the pie, uh, and to what extent they can expect to share. Mining companies are also caught between traditional leaders and their communities. In some cases, the ability of traditional leaders to negotiate honestly on behalf of their nations is questioned. Many communities want direct engagement with mining companies. His Majesty Hosiluruo Mulotrehi of the Royal Bafokeng Nation is one of the traditional leaders that has been taken to court by some members of his nation who believe that they deserve more from mining royalties. Mulotrehi told the mining Indaba that the nation is exploring various models to ensure that royalty funds benefit the whole nation. And so our model is to invest in institutions. But there's been a big debate uh, about this point, to say that we've covered all the uh, sort of the large capital uh, cost expenditure, but what do we do to empower the individual to also gain access? It's work in progress, uh, it's, 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 you know, it's evolving. And our model is that we build institutions that last over time. Because if people give the dividends, when the mines go, <clears throat> then what? Some have questioned lack of foresight by mining companies for not preparing for the current dark days in the industry. John Kappel, executive director of Benchmark Foundation, believe that mining companies have always been aware of possible downturn in the future. We say, well, there's a commodity slump, but we know that up until 2008 in the 10 good years that the profits in the mining sector were doubled. And the industry never thought a building a sustainable wage, a sustainability fund, knowing this is a cyclical sort of industry. So these, I think we, we can't say, oh, we are, we only waking up now to this problem. We've been aware of this problem for the last 50, 60 years in mining in South Africa. It's always workers who take the brunt. Meanwhile, mining activity registered its fourth consecutive month of contraction in December, falling 0.3% year-on-year from November's 1.3% fall. This is seen as an indication of a sector whose troubles are far from over. I am Tepo at the Cape Town Convention Center.